love the intro music by Kurgan. Just fantastic. Um, hello, how are you all doing? I hope you're all doing well. I hope you had a nice weekend. We've got Krista stopping with some hearts and some frogs. I know who loves you, baby. You're beautiful. And the lovely and skilled Vico Reno is here. Vico, how you doing? Um, good to see you. And, oh, sick. Well, you know, you know what you need. And I'm going to give it to you. Just one minute. Uh, Meow the Cat is here. And just as you go live, wishing you great fun off to being Kitty Cat. And Black Cat's Poppy is here as well. So Black Cat, hope you are also doing well. If you do not follow Meow the Cat, please make sure you stop by and give him a follow. Uh, he was a very nice fella. He plays campaign games. So if that's what you want to see, it's what you're going to get. So that's that. That's him. Now here we're going to do this for Vic Oreno. This is sending some power bald healing vibes. I've told people before, they only work on other people. They don't work for me. But I'm a giving individual. So here you go. Yeah, just let the healing, just let the healing get right up in you. Get right in there. Get some power bald relaxation for you. Yeah. Devin Kosa is always also here. Devin Kosa, how are you? Uh, hope you're not too cold in the frozen north. Uh, here's a cheers to you all for a Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Mmm, tasty. Certainly needed that today. Um, oh, you wait, liking the lighting? I don't know why it came out so good today. It must just be the right angle. Can't explain it. Sometimes it just pops right, just hits right, you know? Um... By the way, I feel like I should mention, I feel like I should mention this. There was a while back I was talking about moving and having a new house and that stuff. Uh, I'm not really going to go into all of the full details, but that is not happening, at least not right now. Um, so for right now, we're here, but we are going to stay here in this room um, I do have some re sort of moving, decorating baloney bullshit, uh, to get done, but we're staying in here for at least a little bit. Um, life is weird and kind of tumultuous, but, uh, we're hanging in there. Vico, um, what are you sick with? If you don't mind me asking, uh, <coughs> I have a little bit of a cough today, but I have a feeling it's probably, uh, well, partially allergies because I'm like, and partially because I took some of my winter clothing out of these vacuum, uh, these vacuum bags. Like I took my, my fucking sweet poncho out of there, my fucking badass flannel out of there. Um, actually, I think it was two of my, uh, my, my favorite purple, purple blanket. Uh, and man, it had this like plastic, <laughs> probably, probably just disintegrated my lungs. You know, people will tell you, oh, don't smoke and do this and that and the other. It's bad for your lungs. And they're like, oh, well, this person, this person smoked and they, whatever. 
Like, yeah. Do they like work in a factory or they run a bunch of plastics because, uh, fucking that's probably where they got that from. Anyway, I digress. Um, down with the sickness. Get up, get on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, down with the sickness. I don't remember the rest of those fucking lyrics. Oh, shit. I can sing that whole song for you, lounge style, if you want to. Um, you're just sick because you can't digest anything anymore, you guess. More but sickness. Well, I hope your poor little butter feels better. Um, coincidentally, I had some diarrhea earlier this morning too. And I don't know if that was from nerves and anxiety, which it probably was, or food or what. But yeah, just have like a, we can just have a whole diarrhea party up in here. Yeah, artificial shit is just fucking... But thanks, Krista. I also hope there's better things to come because, uh, as always, things could be worse, but they are not necessarily amazing right now. Um, I've been having that because of working out and diet. Yeah, it'll do it too. Get that protein in you and just between that and like, you know, pushing and pressing you're like uh, uh, the next thing you know blowout blowout but the topic uh tonight is going to be on some of our favorite topics customer service ah grand customer service um because i got hit with like a triple fucking whammy of customer service today out of nowhere including shit customer service over this weekend and i felt slightly bad because i uh could feel myself losing my patience and my decorum and started to get a little bit short with someone who it's frustrating because you're like you 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 don't you have no idea what you're fucking talking about the zero, <laughs> you're, you're, you're less than helpful. You're, you're enraging is the thing. <laughs> I wish I could just tell them that. Uh, Kosa yelled at a customer today in front of his entire branch. Well, what happened there? Tell us about it. Tell us about it. I, 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 I want to know because we're, you want to get any customer service product, whatever horseshittery bullshittery off your chest. Tonight is the night to do it, and this is the episode to do it on. All right, because I've got some stories for you. Uh, we'll get to more of the details uh, for that in a little bit, but um, actually, no. Maybe we should just maybe we should just start right now. We should start right now. I ordered a few things off of everybody's favorite Chinese horseshit importer, Amazon. And one of them originally said that it wasn't going to arrive until November 14th. Okay. F sure. 
And then I had another thing that was supposed to arrive on Saturday. So Saturday comes and goes. And I'm like, hmm, don't see any package or anything anywhere. So I pull up Amazon and it says that number one, the thing that was supposed to arrive on November 14th was already delivered. Yeah, it was delivered right to your door, bro. And then the things on Saturday that I was supposed to get, yeah, those have already been delivered as well. You're good, dude. Rock out. Have fun. Enjoy your stuff. I was like, new. Number one, I could swear I used to get text messages or whatever, like, hey, your thing, your item has arrived, which I didn't get, which I thought was weird. Saturday was also Veterans Day, so expected delays. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Krista. I would have been fine if it had just said, oh, it was delayed. But it didn't say it was delayed. It said it was delivered. It was dropped off on or near your front porch. New. Standing out on my front porch and by my front door and there's nothing in sight. See, I was thinking theft as well. Because it's totally likely. I mean, it's totally possible. But I'm actually going more with delivery fuck up. Because what I noticed, and I'm sorry to say this because I have a friend of mine who's a postal worker and she works very hard. But these were not serviced by UPS. They were supposed to be delivered by the USPS. And the number of times that I've gotten mail from the USPS are from different houses and different addresses. Every now and then I'm like, I swear the guy's just grabbing random shit and just putting it in boxes and on porches. And because how, what, what in the fuck? To be fair, that could also be the sorting department's problem. They put it in the wrong bin or whatever and the guy, but what a thought you would have looked, but whatever. Um, but I'm like, no, you're saying all this shit is delivered. Also, strangely, there's very often pictures when the things are delivered of like, hey, here's the thing on your front porch. Strangely, none of those included. So I'm like, eh. and then of course they tell you, well, here's the thing. Make sure you check around your property for the package. Make sure you look in your mailbox or in or around your front. I'm like, dude, I looked all around. There's nothing here. The mailbox is a slot that leads into the front inside of the house. There's nothing in there. There's nothing outside in the front. There's nothing outside by the gate. Unless the guy threw it by the gate, at which point, yeah, somebody may have just walked by and taken it. See, I have like a little retaining wall, two little gates. So you have to open the gates and come in to do that, which, yeah, maybe somebody still would, but... It's a possibility that a big bald man or dog or bullets or all three are going to chase you back out and you better hope the gate did not close behind you when you came into said yard. That's all I have to say about that. Um, but I'm like, yeah, there's no pictures of that being delivered. Didn't get the other notification. I'm kind of going with, I think you fucked it up. I think you fucked it up. 
So we'll pause that for a moment because we're going to read Devon Kosa's uh, response here. Cheers, by the way. He says the following. <clears throat> I don't know what Devon Kosa sounds like, so I'm going to make up a voice. Guy came in and started screaming at me like 60-year-old wholesome grandmother employee over the tiniest inconvenience to him. So I excused myself from the customer I was with, and I jumped into the conversation and jumped down his throat. Ultimately, he called the branch after he left and apologized. Eh, kind of like Mickey Mouse from Chicago. You know. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. That's not your voice? That's not what you sound like? You're going to throw up? Oh, cool. Take a video. <laughs> Take a video and post it online. Um, yeah, Reverend Mess says, oh, the people didn't deliver it and pretending they did. One way or another, I kind of feel like it wasn't a theft. I kind of feel like this was a fuck up because even from that initial delay where it said it was going to arrive tomorrow and then was delivered weeks early and I got no notification that that was happening, I kind of feel like they fucked everything up. So we go on there and of course you get the... Would you like to chat with our virtual assistant? You're like, yeah, I have a fucking issue with some shit. Oh, what happens with the order? Uh, this thing. Oh, well, you can press this and ask for a return and then send the item back. And the, like, I can't send the item back because it didn't get to my fucking house. So, like, okay, no, I, I need more help. Item is not here. The whole item, the whole order did not arrive. Oh, okay. We will be happy to help you with that. I have ordered a replacement. So cool. Well, I think this was a human that was doing this portion. I think it's hard to tell. Is it? Oh, I've ordered you a replacement for that. It should be all set. Great. And then about a half hour later, I get an email message that says, here's your QR code for sending back uh, the item in return for your, uh, for your replacement. So I have to make another fucking phone call and another fucking chat thing because th there is nothing to... What part of... Item did not fucking arrive at my fucking house. Do you fucking not understand? So anyway, I got all that bullshit to deal with now. And then the other package, which never arrived. And then they're like, well, you should wait 48 to 72 hours to make. And I was like, well, okay. There was the Veterans Day thing, whatever. And it says on there, it says on there, if the item says it's delivered, that could be like incorrect and you may wish to wait a few days to see if the item arrives. Boy, I wish I had some latitude, professional latitude in my life where I could be like, oh yeah, it's done. And then people are like, hey, this isn't finished. I'm like, well, I, it, may, it may be another 72 hours, but it's done. Why, the, why is it marked as delivered if it was not <laughs> delivered? <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Am I the only one who follows the fucking rules anymore? <laughs> I 
Vico has tons of stories from our customer service chat, but doesn't have the patience to type it up. And you should probably just let go of that poison because I, I imagine you got a lot of vitriol. You already have diarrhea. Let's not make it worse by conjuring up the horrid memories of that experience. Okay. Of course, if you ever want to share them. Uh, Krista says, a while back, the boyfriend had a package delivered. Within 10 minutes, instead of taking the whole package, they opened the box up and took what was inside. Leaving the box and the order slip. It was the upstairs neighbor who took it, and when the boyfriend confronted him, he denied it. Denied it. Meanwhile, wearing said package in question. Well... Well, that's fair. Uh, here's the thing. You can either take that off and you can give it to me or I'm going to take it off of you and any parts that may or may not come with it, I'm also keeping those. So, let me go with my tomahawk. I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead and call the cops. See how fast they get here. See how fast they get here. I bet you I'm faster. Fucking thieves. Petty thieves. Dude, if you want to be like a thief, go like pull off some cool heist and like rob a bank or like steal some corporate like laser weapon or something. I don't even fucking take some person's package. That, that's just fucking infuriating. See, the Reverend Master, I'm with you on this one. It's fucking horseshit. Devin Kosa says, No, don't rob a bank, please and thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, so some of your stories are fun? I mean, I imagine some of them are probably fun. Um, <laughs> let's see black cat says I've heard that the drivers mark things as delivered when they can't finish and then they get them first off the next day well that's what I maybe had thought except it wasn't here today so it's still not here so yeah uh, now I have more administrative hell bullshit to deal with tomorrow it's going to be a whole lot of fun I get to go through that piss up a rope uh, agonizing experience um, can't wait I'm just like but as Vico said uh, Amazon is just not what they used to be there was a there was a little period of time there's like a sweet spot where it was like wow the, the stuff is good. like customer service is good shit's accurate and on time I swear, like, maybe 2019 since they've just gotten worse and worse in the the product listings now. Like, I, I get it on the one hand, but you'll be like, I don't know. What's a good example? Oh, binder clutter. Nah, that's too simple. The fucking, I don't know, desk fan. And you'll see the literal same desk fan sold by like four different, five different 
Chinese, whatever, no-name companies. One of them, which will be their first pick. One of them will be the sponsored choice. All with a different variety of stars on all of them. And you're like, pretty sure that looks like the same item. So I don't know why they all have different stars. I kind of feel like this is companies playing Shadowrun against each other. And hiring bots to give bad reviews. Like, can I just... Can we just go back? This is so fucking bad now. It's, oh my God. Just shopping for anything simple now. Because like I like to read the reviews and look at the feed. And they're like, it's the same fucking product with four different information placards and the measurements are wrong. And they've, oh, oh, I, I hate it with a passion. Krista, what kind of hat was it? Um, but that's not the that's not the end of my customer service woes. That was just that was priming the pump. That was priming the pump. You know, that was over the weekend, and the one thing was something that I needed because uh, it's part of kind of a side business I'm starting, and I needed the stuff. And it didn't arrive. And so then what I had to do is drive to three brick and mortar stores, two of which had nothing slash no help. The last one finally had something that was kind of a help. But of course, the part didn't quite work right. So now it's like half ass, which I don't like. So I spent a good portion of a nice weekend morning just driving around in suburban traffic, shopping for nothing. I what a waste of goddamn time. Um, but yeah, I was just priming it for the for the big story. Stores hardly carry a variety of things, so I left playing Russian roulette as to whether crap online is what you expect. Yeah, well, you know, Vico named it. It's a bunch of just cheap it's like again one chinese factory making the item and then like six places all selling it someone on facebook that blesses people the greatness never heard of that and if i'm going to be completely honest i'm kind of glad is anyone that calls themselves the greatness I kind of immediately want to kick in the balls. Like, um, it's all the ads on Twitter now, too. All the random Chinese companies. Oh, dude, totally. Totally. Oh, here's Shop Pro, and it'll show you, I don't know, garden hose nozzle. And then 10 minutes later, outside plus, and it's the same fucking item. You're like, just, dude, this is just bananas. Ridiculous at this point. It makes me want to leave the beach. Do you guys know what I mean when I say I want to leave the beach? I'm going to give you a quick story. I'm going to talk really, really fast. Do you want to hear how fast I can talk? Okay, here it comes. There's a movie called Back to the Beach, and it stars Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon. The whole point of the story is, like, they live in Ohio now, and they're all unhappy, and their kids suck, and they're bitter and whatever, and they decide, oh, well, let's, like, take a trip, and they're going to go to California. And they go to California, and while they're in California, they start reliving the fact that they were all these, like, beach fun party, whatever kids... 
and like their kids run away and it's all a big mess and then there's all this drama and they're like why did i move here i hate this and then slowly but surely they start to rekindle all the fun and love of being in the beach and being in california and strangely they don't have to worry about any money even though california is super expensive and the guy owns a car dealership which i imagine still probably makes some good amount of money but not enough to be doing all the stuff to do that movie and then there's parties and shenanigans and all sorts of shit anyway it ends up in the whole thing where he's like gonna prove to himself that he's still the big kahuna and he's the king of the beach but he's gonna go up against these like mean biker guys who are really like squirrely scrawny little fucking douchebags anyway they end up having this surf competition and of course frank allen's gonna bring his long board his giant surfboard that he used to use when he was back in his surfing beach movie days and of course, the newfangled guys have their cool little like hot rod, razor, blade, bloody, whatever, surfboards. And anyway, comes time for the competition. And during the competition, Frank Avalon's doing pretty good. But the other guy, man, he's like a good surfer too. And he's like jumping waves and doing all this shit. And of course, it comes down to the scores and who's going to win. Who's like the king of the beach. And at one point, the one biker guy does his moves, whatever. And it, and it looks fairly good but afterwards they go to give the score and the one uh person i can't remember who it is it might be they're all like old 60s you know tv stars like fucking bob denver frankie avalon other people that I forget the names of but that's really kind of irrelevant anyway he's like holds up his card and he's like oh i thought that was Action-packed and uh, uh, action-packed and inspiring. Uh, he really held the waves well and showed that he's a master of the surfboard. I give him, you know, eight out of ten. And the next guy goes, "Well, I'm sorry, but I disagree. I felt that his whole ride was stiff and felt very contrived. Not only was it uninspiring, but it made me want to leave the beach." I give him a three out of 10 <laughs> for being such a stupid movie. I absolutely love the phrase. It makes me want to leave the beach because at that point you're on the beach, you have beach drinks. There are beach girls and beach boys and you're at the beach. Yay. We're at the beach. Something that makes you want to leave the beach, that sucks pretty bad, you know? Diarrhea, uh, that guy's surfing. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the main two. Yeah, maybe heat rash. So there's several things that maybe want you make you leave the beach, but when, when something makes you want to leave the beach, that sucks pretty hard. That sucks pretty hard, right? Yeah, it's no good. King Dinosaur is here, by the way. Hello, King Dinosaur. Good to see you. Yeah, sand flies, biting insects. But you know, I, you, you could maybe apply like a balm or cream or a spray and then be like, or you could buy the citronella. Uh, you could buy the citronella. Oh! King Dinosaur has just subscribed for 30, 30 months. Dude, over fucking two years. That's how long we've been doing this thing. I love you, dude. You're awesome. Thank you so much for the subscription. As always, uh, I appreciate you near and dear. It means a lot to me. So thank you. 
yeah, you could put some ointment and stuff on for that, but like, you know, diarrhea, not only do you have diarrhea, but you probably got that like itchy, burning butt, and then you're going to get sand in there and you're going to be sweating. That's just no good. That's no good. You know, it's going to make you want to leave the beach. <laughs> All right, we have more customer service slash administrative hell tales to share when we get right back. All right, so we went from shit being a little bit annoying this weekend to the following. I had to get up early today to attend this little virtual business seminar thing. And I stayed up too late, number one, when that was my fault. I take the entire blame for that. But uh had to get up early for this thing. And so I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I really wanted to focus on some other like work kind of shit, but I guess I'll do this instead. And then I had um, some other business calls that I was waiting on. So I already had a little bit of some nerves fired up for the day, you know, you know, and then the following all starts happening. Piece one. Piece one, I get a message saying uh, that my prescriptions are not going to be automatically refilled because my insurance uh, is not going through. Uh, please contact their customer, whatever, for help on that. And so I'm like, okay, uh, that seems bizarre, but I guess I can try to like do two things at once. I'm trying to pay attention to this thing over here, but I'll call them. Oh yeah, uh, something's wrong, and it keeps saying that your policy wasn't hasn't been active since 2021. I'm like, well, I know why that would be, because this fucking fuckface HR guy at the other company screwed it up, and what he did is he has me now attached to the policy I had in 2021 instead of the one that I got in 2022 when I moved out here. So yeah, that's pretty much fucked. So great. Now I have to possibly beg for medicine in the meantime or do whatever and try and call and figure all that fucking shit out. And now I don't know what the fuck's reality anymore. And I'm starting to lose my mind. Yeah. Right. Um, mermaids by getting bonked by a dolphin. No, that's, that's how you end up with sloth. Uh, Vico says, no, I assure you, I'm not happy about it. I was miserable, absorbed, uh, absorbed it through her skin because it was too much and not working against regular old mosquitoes. Yikes. Uh, Vico hates insurance companies. Call your insurance company and tell them you're not on the old one. I had to do that too. Oh, you, you dude. I appreciate all the comments, but you just got to listen to this rest of this tale, right? You ready? Here it comes. Here it comes. Devin Coe says, good or X might be if there's a gap or time frame in which you can't utilize your insurance. All right. So I appreciate and love all of you uh, giving me the suggestions in the chat. It's very good advice. And in fact, uh, I followed a lot of that advice before you even said it. So we're all in alignment here. 
But I asked, I said, well, what if you just used GoodRx discounts on this? What's the price? And they told me the price. And yeah, it's higher, but it's not that bad. So I told them, well, if we can't, if I can't get this resolved by tomorrow or the next day, then I just want you to run it and just pay for it that way because I need the fucking medicine and I'll just figure out whether there's reimbursement or whatever later. I just don't care. Just, please just get the thing done. The package doesn't arrive this fucking weekend. I can't get the fucking medicine that I need. While I am having that conversation, while I'm having that conversation, there is a letter that uh, had come through the mail from the previous day that I decide, well, I should probably open this and read through some of this shit. It was not what I thought it was going to be. Instead of it containing uh, information about the thing I had committed, it was instead informing me that uh, insurance had gone into an open enrollment period and that I needed to complete that in order for that coverage to continue. And I'm like, oh shit, maybe that's part of the screw up. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened. So, here we go, long story. I go onto the website where you're supposed to do this thing. So you go log on there and you just clicky clicky and you're all happy, bro. So I go on there, I log in. Sure enough, there's a little side panel piece for open enrollment. Ah, so I click on that. Ah, there's a little panel of information about the open enrollment period. And then there's a little box with all of the different plans that they offer. And then a section down below where you pick which pieces of the plan and elections and whatever you want and how many people you want them for. And then a submit button at the bottom. The submit button at the bottom being grayed out because I haven't picked any of the other selections yet, which is what you would assume, right? Before I'm going to pick one of those, well, I clearly want to see what plans are being offered because the plan names are slightly different, not drastically different, but for example, the one goes from a 1500 to 1600. So what's the change? Well, I'm, I'm curious to see the change. So again, while I'm, you know, pseudo on hold, waiting for this other prescription thing call and got this thing going that I need to get done, figure out, I decide, well, let's, uh, let's see what's in that plan. So I click on the little linky, click on the little linky, rinky dinky linky to read the plan information. And I end up at a page that uh, says, hey, I want to go to the Wayback Machine. That page is missing. And then a big message that says, oh, can't find that. Something went wrong. Uh, oops. I'm like, well, shit. Uh, I guess I'll just click back to the little open enrollment tab on the side, which I do. And uh, it takes me back to the login screen. So apparently that has caused some sort of catastrophic crash. So I log in again. Log in again. I'm like, well, maybe there was something screwed up. So I go back to that panel and I'm looking on there and I'm like, nope, uh, sure enough, those do not work. And as I'm in the middle of that, I hear the classic doo doo. I no longer am amused by the sound of me getting an email. It used to be so fun. Now, not so much. The email message says, 
Thank you very much for choosing your new elections and committing them. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get you those plans. Here's the ones you picked. Great. Have a nice day. Uh, what? <laughs> if you, now that you're locked into these changes, if you have any questions, here's this number you can call. <laughs> yeah. Now I start to feel like I'm having a panic attack. Now I start feeling like I'm having a panic attack. It was the most expensive. Yes. <laughs> the most expensive one on there with every fucking election checked. So here we go. Well, oh, sorry, I hit the fucking microphone a bunch of times. Hope I didn't just blow your earball, your your little ear pieces out. So I go to the <laughs> go to the website, and there's a chat with an agent, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna try and speed the story up, otherwise I'll be here all night. So I click on that for a little while. Chat thing loads. Hi, this is Sam. This is Sam. Have I seen this site? Maybe it can help. I, I, I'll, I'm going to copy this and set it aside. I'll try and look at this at the end. But I've got a lot of story to get through. And I don't know why this browser or thing is having a conniption fit today. Maybe we can look at this at the very end. But um, Sam is going gonna, is gonna to help me. Sam, Sam, is, Sam is here to help. And he's like, hi, you know, you type in what's wrong. I thought I was pretty clear on what was fucking wrong. Uh, I, hey, let me uh, see how we can uh, see how we can we can help. So I'm like, okay, uh, you know, here's what happened. Here's fucking the issue at hand. Well, you know, if you click on the open enrollment tab, there are links you can click on the side, and then down below where you made your selections. Uh, that's where you click those and commit. I said, no, you, you're not understanding. I get it. <coughs> there are links there on the side. When I click one of those, your website crashes. No, no information comes up. Well, those are just information links. They don't commit your election. I, I, I understand. When you click that thing nothing comes up your your website is broken and additionally it has committed me to a bunch of selections that i did not make well when you clicked the buttons to pick the elections that those should have been the ones that you submitted and chat okay i got to call somebody so try and speed this story up. I call. I finally get a fucking guy on the phone. And explain this to him. And he's like, oh, actually, wait. Like, yeah, I see that. Why? And I told him, I said, does it say that I have elections committed in there? And he's like, yeah. I said, I never clicked the, the, the button. And, and he tries to pass this off. Where he's like, well, you know, I'm not sure what you did. I'm like, no, I'm... I am 100% sure what I did. I, I can replay it. I could draw an animation for you and animate the page with the mouse cursor on it. Exactly what I did. And I'm telling you right now, 
I never clicked a button to select or submit any of that stuff. Your website has an error on it. And he goes, well, actually, you know what? Uh, even beyond that, there aren't prices listed for any of these. So how did you pick it with it? Like, I, I know, I get it. That's what I've been trying to explain to you. He goes, yeah, this is really weird. I think maybe the reason why I was having a problem is because there's no actual values included. And I don't see any of the other plan details either. I fucking know! That's what I've been trying to tell you guys for the last half fucking hour! Oh, yeah. Shit, now I see what you're saying. You're saying it's fucking fucked up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's not working. And I said, additionally, okay, you can take this to your tech people. The little set of open enrollment links on the side, they aren't real hyperlinks. They're JavaScript triggers. Here's my hypothesis. My hypothesis is this. Whoever coded this in whatever probably great new ultra powerful front end framework that somebody has now sold as being the solution to everything, I would wager that what they probably have is they probably have a whole bunch of shit linked to a series of JavaScript chains and somewhere along the way, when you throw an error, it falls down into calling submit form. And I imagine your submit form probably only has a check on, is the button enabled to be clicked or not? Not really validating the actual selections on the page. So if you don't actually have them all selected, and you end up triggering submit form, you don't do any validation. You just go, yeah, well, I don't know. It's a bunch of missing defaults. We'll just pick whatever's like top in the list. Like your shit is fucked up. Your site is fucked up. Whoever coded this fucked it up. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you exactly what I did. Your website is broken. Like you have a serious problem with this now. Because now uh, you need to fix this shit. So then we had to go through this whole thing. If he's got to type up an email, the email has to have a proper signature. And he's going to send it to me and I have to reply with this to affirm that. And then go here. To, I have to go through all this baloney. I have to swallow a bunch of poo-poo to undo this fucked up thing that their fucking website did. And meanwhile, while I'm trying to do all that, I also send an email message to the HR director and say, hey, just so you know, I got this notification about the open enrollment and there's some price information and some details missing. And I think that's kind of screwed up. Uh, you know, you might want to look in, into that a little bit. And as I'm trying to deal with the 8 million things, none of which are working properly during the day, he replies back and goes, well, that's kind of what? Because uh, we actually don't start our open enrollment until 11 until the 22nd. I don't know how that company got that and sent that letter out, but we haven't even started our open enrollment yet. <laughs> Where the hell did any of this even come from? <laughs> Where the hell did any of this even come from? 
Wow, great. I'm glad I ruined my whole day and I'm having a panic attack for something I wasn't even supposed to be doing. Eh. <laughs> yeah. Having a great time. Having a great time, guys. Can you tell? So fucking good. While I'm having these conversations and email and fucked up shit, nothing's working. I hear the little chunk chunk of the little mail slot. And I was like, oh, I wonder if maybe that's that package. That would be good. If it was those items that were missing and they showed up, that'd be a nice. No, instead, it is a letter marked from the company that I have my motorcycle financed through. And I'm like, why is that? Uh, am I getting that? I'm supposed to be getting like e-statements. And I open it up and it is a fairly threatening letter that is very strange because half of it looks like it's actually supposed to be from the credit uh, company. The other half of it is filled out like it's from some other company that's on their behalf. And it's talking about how they don't have proof of insurance on coverage for my motorcycle. And if that's not rectified and included, they're going to possibly purchase me an insurance plan that may cost up to $3,800. And then I may also incur fees. And I need to go to this website called... It's, it's something that seems so, like such a scam. It's like mybiginsuranceverifier.com. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. You could just take anybody's logo from any place and just type a thing like this and send it. However, there are enough account details to the point where I'm like, well... Unless they actually hacked the bank, which maybe they did, in which case I'm probably already fucked anyway. I can't really tell <laughs> if this is 100% a scam or not. I'm going to go ahead and not go to this bullshit sounding website. And instead, I'm going to make another phone call, as Black Cat says. Time for another, yet another phone call. I'm pretty much in Vico's mind right now. What I'm just, what the fuck is just projected in big bleeding neon letters spatially out in front of my field of view, and it's just getting hotter and festering more and more. I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, so this is all weird because Krista says always contact the company directly first. I was like, I log in, right? So I, I, I log I log into my regular credit, whatever site. And I also log into my insurance company. And I'm like, well, everything seems to line up. So apparently somebody made a mistake here somewhere. So look at the bottom of this letter. And there's like some fine print. And the fine print clues me into the fact that this might actually be legit. <coughs> uh, 
Devin Cole's taking a fat pinch of dip for the rest of the story. Yeah, I could go for more nicotine, but I've had already so much today. I feel like my eyes are probably going to fall out. Um, shit like this is why Vico is so messed up with her medical shit. Dude, this is the most stressful, annoying, administrative cluster buttfuck. I, I just I want to just start smashing shit. So anyway... I call this person on the phone. I call this number on the phone and I get this woman and I don't know what it is about her voice. She has this kind of thing. Was she like, huh, sir, you need to go and I'm like, no, well, can you, you need to do this and you like, give, give me this number and give me the coverage and the comfort. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, slow down a second. I have to look up this here. Okay, get this number. I'm like, what? Did, what was that? Well, you know, sir, so you need to look at this number and give me this coverage details. And what's the premium on the coverage? Like, can you give me one, like, aspect at a time? So she has enough information about the accounts there to the point where I'm like, okay, she's not really. She's not asking me about any other like account numbers or anything. She apparently has that all pulled up and she's just verifying stuff. But the last portion of it gives me pause because I said, well, uh, the insurance provider says this. And she's like, well, what address do they list? And I said, well, the address that they have listed. And I start reading it. She goes, no, no, no. Wrong. That's wrong. Wrong, sir. That's wrong address. I'm like, hey, look, don't, I don't need you to be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Don't start raising your voice and getting irritated with me. I get this letter that looks like a, a scam, to be honest. You and your company looks like a scam. I'm telling you that right now with the phone. Your company seems like a scam. Whoever picked the name of your site, sir, sir, I don't, no, stop it. Just quit interrupting me or I'm hanging up the phone. You want this information? I said, tell you what, uh, I'm recording this phone call. I know your, your site says that you're recording this for customers, sir. I am recording it too. I said, you know, I, I don't need aggression. I, I've already got enough stress with your company threatening lender place mortgage, which I know you can do. I said, I, I don't know who you are. You're not listed anywhere on the, like, so excuse me if I'm a little dubious about giving you some of this information. If you can't understand that, then maybe you shouldn't work there. Well, sir, sir, I'm blah, blah, blah. Just fuck, fucking hung up on her. Couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't take it anymore. I felt bad even about that because I, sh I should have not said shit. But seriously, like, I'm like, with the number of scams and everything out here, did anybody who created this actually look at it? Because it looks like horse shit. But while I was having that phone call, I was on a little chat thing with the actual credit place and as it turns out they are partners they are partners uh and so 
I said, ah, well, I think I will just call you now that I'm uh, free. Because I'm like, what I need is another phone call to be put on hold to navigate through a nice IVR whose menu options have changed. All their menu options have always changed all the time. Every single time. Please listen carefully because our menu options have changed. Oh, yeah? Huh. Kind of seems like the same to me. So anyway, credit union place, it is legit. That lady was very nice. That lady was very nice. And I told her, I said, I have to be honest. The letterhead and everything that that comes on and all the information that's presented, it really doesn't seem very much like it's on the up and up. And she kind of chuckles and she goes, yeah, honestly, I get it. I could totally see that. She said, you know, it does. I said, yeah, you're the fine print at the bottom has enough connecting information that kind of puts the pieces together, but it really does not say like everything about it seems slightly sus. And she's like, yeah, I said, and also whoever they have work on the phones, they, they need to understand that somebody who might have gotten this, like started like raising her voice and like getting irritated with me. And so I kind of gave her some attitude back. I don't necessarily feel so great about that. And she kind of laughs and she's like, well, you've been very nice to me. So it's like, all right, absolved of absolution. So I had to go through all of that and to go through all of that bullshit as well and go through. So I I feel like I spent four and a half hours just getting nothing done. Just hanging out in phone trees, fixing, figuring out why shit that is broken and I don't know why it's broken and I have to fix your broken stuff now because apparently none of your systems work anywhere and fucking insurance and medicine and nothing. And also these vacuum seal bags are fumigating me with this toxic plastic poison. And I also have to get groceries and food because I have not just. Started to feel very much like the Winnebago man. It it takes like, I, I don't, Vico says, yeah, you set aside a whole day for phone shit like that. And I don't, I can't concentrate on anything else while I'm sitting and waiting for those. Because the minute you actually then start to get into something, it'll, and then the person will be like, oh, hello. And they'll be like, oh, uh, I, I was here to ask uh, about an uh, uh, issue with claims. Oh, okay, well, let me, uh, that's not this department. Let me put you back on hold. All right, I guess I'm just going to sit here and just waste away. I'll pace around and get sweaty and just have nerve diarrhea, nervous diarrhea, waiting for these fucking phone calls. It it takes hours, hours just of administrative hell bullshit. Bullshit. Fucking unbelievable, man. Fucking ponderous, man. It's fucking ponderous. I got to come back from these upscale tempo numbers, man. And you're going to put me into a call about a dog dying? You know, I, I, I want some fucking consideration around here. It's a whole day down the fucking toilet. So I didn't get a whole lot of the other stuff done that needed to get done. 
and I had a massive fucking headache and I felt like I was on the verge of a fucking panic attack and irritable and everything else. I'm like, wow. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <sighs> oh, Black Cat, I am so sorry. If the friggin' VA is in medical insurance, if the government into it, people the government to have medical insurance. Yeah, I feel like anyone who's had to deal with that will go, <laughs> yeah, you people are out of your fucking mind. Uh, it's ponderous, man. Ponderous. Just fucking A. So yeah, kind of a waste of a stressful, shitty, fucked up day. Uh, I'm hoping tomorrow does not have those problems. And some actual things can like get done. And I'm not spending the whole day just fucking around on my phone. It's, it's funny. There's this show called Tim and Eric's Awesome Show. Great job. And they have like commercials for fake products. And one of the fake products they have is a thing called the turd. And it's a cross between a turtle and a bird. And you throw it. And while it's slowly crawling back to you, you can get a bunch of stuff done. And one of the steps is register online. And like it now takes, I swear back in the old days of the crusty old rickety internet, you could register and like get shit done. Now it takes like seven fucking hours to just get into like one website. F- fucking the insurance company. They're like, okay, here's your username. Here's your password. All right. Can't verify your credentials. All right. Well, reset my password by this username. So they send me an email. I get that. Cool. Change the password. Great. Your password has changed. And they go log in. Nope. Doesn't work. Invalid. I, ju- I just changed this. Oh, then if I use my email address instead of my user ID, then it works fine. Oh, great. I'm glad that you're another giant bazillion dollar company, probably hiring people with, oh, oh yeah, man, we're going to use this latest Reactivision Angular JS Plus superpower. But you don't have two text boxes that work. How is any of this better? It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Perry Falls. How are they going? I can't do his move because I don't have a piece of acrylic to put my mouth. Um, because everything is. Because it's fucking just, I, I, I don't want to go there. Just let's be done with this whole diarrhea conversation. Happy Balls Day. I wish it was Balls Day, not Monday. Uh, got a wedgie from my buddy at the bar over the weekend, and he ripped my underwear completely off. I mean, worse things could happen. You could have very durable underwear and pull the underwear so hard that it actually goes up your ass crack and scratches slash rips some of the tissue out on your fucking butthole and then you have some taintal terrors as dr perry falls says uh as i know somebody who had that happen to them was not me but they were lifted off the ground and jiggled around and thrown by their underwear and they had a bleeding bloody asshole as a result 
So sorry that your underwear got ripped. Uh, I kind of feel like if that was your buddy that did that, you should just punch him right in the fucking face. I'd be like, how do you like that? It's not funny. It's mean. It's mean. At the very least, he owes you a new pair of underwear. Get like good ones too. Get like chill boys. Or like some ex officio. There's like a lot of nice ones out there. Vicka would die if that happened to her. Her lower half would just fall off. Ugh. Yikes. Everything is just dumped out. I don't know why I said that in Black Cat's voice because it sounded like something Black Cat would say. Literally dump. Dumping out your dumper. Why? But why did he give you a wedgie? Did he just give you a wedgie? Like, hey, watch this, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix him. Like old school uh, fucking... We're going to go to the soda jerk later. Watch it. I'm going to give this guy a noogie and then a wedgie. No, noogies. Uh, Dr. Perry Falls made some mean old pasta tonight. Mm. What kind of pasta? It's a particular pasta shape, flavor. What other ingredients are included in your pasta? <laughs> like a box of toys. I don't know what kind of toy box you grew up with as a kid. <laughs> that sounds pretty brutal. <laughs> All right, as much as I would love to talk about taco salad and tidy whities being exposed and clamshells with mushrooms and spinach and tomato cream sauce and Parmesan and all these other things, I need to go to bed. Uh, after that hellaciously frustrating, just annoying-ass day, the only way that I could solve it was by some prayer time at the old Iron Church, which I did. So I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to drink a nice protein shake and go to fucking bed. And it's time for sleepy time. So we will see you all on Wednesday. Um, don't know what we're going to do Wednesday. Sometimes it's just fun to do the Mr. Wizard. But maybe it'll be some retro games. I don't know. Dr. Perry Fowles is going to fart himself to sleep. E.g. he's going to put so much methane in the room that he actually passes out from oxygen dep deprivation. Which, be careful with that, sir. We love you. We don't want to see you get hurt. So, maybe crack the window open a little bit. Uh, with your kitty cat and your cheddar goblin. Cheddar goblin? Um, Alright, we're going to bed. That's it. Because you guys will just keep cracking wise. Uh, so, yeah. As you say at the end of all of our episodes... Stay safe. Keep the faith in all of that good shit. Thank you so much to everybody that stopped by, including Black Hats Poppy and Inch Girl fans, Vico Rayner, Dr. Perry Falls, Devin Kosa, Meow the Cat, King Dinosaur 69, and I uh, Reverend Master 88. Reverend Master 88 was here. Uh, I think that was everybody. You guys are all the best. Thank you so much, King. <laughs>